George got on an airplane yesterday. Yeah, I took a day trip. Don't do this very often, but uh, we just took the day trip to Austin. Very easy to do. The 35-minute flight is so much better than the four-and-a-half-hour battle that you have going down Mm I-35. What used to be a very easy drive is no longer. And uh, it was just a down and back, and it was very convenient. Um, I don't know if it's because we're flying. Usually if you do fly on a holiday, uh, it's very crowded. This is the first flight I have taken, and I don't know how long that wasn't fully loaded. Huh. When's the last time you flew on a plane? Uh, Yes, we have 70 empty seats. Boy, I can't remember. I can't either. Uh, but that's that was the case. I think we had 70 empty seats going down, and they said something like 35 or 40 coming back. So it was on the airline where you don't have assigned seating, so you're potluck, and it was great. We didn't have to have the someone in the middle. We sat um, aisle and uh, window. So before I tell what happened to me, just recap real quick what happened to you several weeks back about the... The window and the little window cover that you can put up or down in the summertime, it's a bigger deal because as they sit on the tarmac, they want those windows closed to keep the plane as cool as possible. And here we're having this ridiculous weather, so it's very important that you listen to what they say. Right. Thank you, George. This was, yes, a couple of months ago, and I got on a plane, and I had two windows in my seat. There was one that was fairly far forward but not yet to the next seat it was pretty clearly mine it was i'd say 100 percent in my airspace mm-hmm. then there was a window hard to my right a little bit behind me but when my seat was was not reclined when it was straight up i would say i had 80 percent of that window in my airspace maybe 75 percent of that window in my airspace Mm-hmm. So I determined that those were both my windows. No doubt. The guy behind me had his own window as well that was right in the middle of his seat. And this was when the weather was cool, so we didn't have that. All the windows were open. Wasn't a heat factor. Yeah. No. And I like to have the windows open unless I'm sleeping, which is pretty rare. I like to be able to look out. I like looking at America. I'm with you. So I had both windows open well as the plane takes off i think we get airborne then suddenly this hand reaches up to the window that's hard right to me and closes it and i'm like huh that is not your window you just shut my window that is really clearly my window what are you doing let's cut that back a little bit (laughs) so i i thought about it for about 10 seconds and then i opened it back up and then I braced myself for, hey, you know, conflict. I figured there was going to be some sort of air rage or something coming from the back. Never heard from the guy. And it stayed open the rest of the flight. So I won that little skirmish. Yeah. And then at the end of the flight, I got up and I looked back and he was an older gentleman and he didn't seem to care about me or anything. So it wasn't, I guess, that big a deal to him. I just found it really like I would never do that. I would never reach into that person in front of me's airspace and close their window. Okay. Well, I hate to tell you this, but I had to do that yesterday. And here's why. 
We land in Austin. And it's hot. We all know how hot it is, not only here, throughout the state. Austin's having the same weather we are. It was 104 there yesterday or right. something stupid. So we land. It's hot. And it was one of those deals where, you know, all the windows were closed when we got on in Dallas. And the guy in front of me, who has the entire aisle to himself, all the windows were closed and they were that way for a reason. I don't, I think there the play is you don't open them until we get up in the air and get some air moving. That okay. seemed logical to me. Sure. Now you could open if you want to look out and see them loading the plane. I don't have a big problem with it. What about on takeoff? Because I, I, I like to see them open too on takeoff. Yeah, That's okay. fine. That's okay. fine. But as we're just sitting there for probably 20 minutes before we take off, we boarded 20 minutes before we took off. This guy reaches over, puts up his window and the row in front of him. And I went, okay, that's his prerogative. It's hotter in Hades right now, and I'm starting to get a little stuffy, you know, but it's mm-hmm. okay. I wrote it out. So we fly to Austin, and I opened up my window on the way there. But we started to get air moving. You know, the plane cooled off. We were only up for 35 minutes, so it didn't have right. much time to cool off. So now we land. His windows are still open. And then we, you know, you hear the cross check. And they say, ladies and gentlemen, please close your windows uh, to keep this plane as cool as possible. We have a flight <laughs> taking off for San Jose in, uh, in about 45 minutes. Okay. So I shut mine. I look up and down the plane. Every window was shut. I mean, every window. Mm-hmm. Except the cat in front of us. <laughs> there was a was cat in front of you? This guy. And... He had started to annoy me anyway throughout the flight because during his conversations, he felt that it was important to drop the F-bomb about every fourth word. Oh, that's unnecessary. You know, just uh, everyone has to get in on his conversation, which was one of the dumbest conversations I've ever heard in my <laughs> life between two human beings, the guy who was sitting on the ex- uh, opposite aisle. So we had to listen to their conversation the whole way. I was trying to get just a little bit of a cat nap, you know, but I kept hearing their occasional laughter and whatever. They have a right to talk, of course. I will say, though, any type of long conversation on a flight is already pushing it. Yeah. yeah. It's such tight quarters. Yeah, People we, don't want to hear your conversation. Right. No, especially this one. I mean, it was right from the script of idiocracy between these two bozos. So they keep going. They keep going. We land. Again, the conversations continue. Oh, yeah, really? Well, F that. I blah, 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 blah. Yeah. F this and blah, 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 blah. So I was getting a little annoyed. So then they say, you know, please lower your windows and uh, keep the cabin as cool as possible for the next flight. So I reach over and put down my window shade and everyone else look up and down the plane. And it's one of those deals where, you know, the door doesn't always immediately open. They had to solve some sort of thing. So we're there for about five minutes. Then they did get the door open, and it takes a while. We're towards the back of the plane. We're back beyond the wing, so there's a lot of people in front of us. So it's taken a while. The only two windows that were open <laughs> were the dude and the aisle in front of me and the window in front of him because he wanted them open. Because he's starring in his own movie. He's got a movie going. We're just extras in the movie. We're yep. watching his movie. So it continues, and it continues, and I'm starting to get a little hot. Yeah, I'm a big bear, 
And, uh, and yeah. you've got claustrophobia. And a little bit claustrophobia. Let's make it as cool in here as possible. So I thought about you and getting annoyed at the dude closing your window, <laughs> but I thought, I'm doing this on behalf of the airline right now. You're doing this on the behalf of humanity. Humanity. This is a Courage. plane for human beings as a tribute to Norm. So I leaned up the row in front of him and... Like uh, Michael Gallup reaching out on a sideline catch, <laughs> lowered that shade, <laughs> then reached in his row, Bozo the Clown's row, and lowered his shade. Oh. And I kind of did it. I kind of hung on the rim a little bit. Okay. I dunked it down and made sure it was all the way down and leaned back. And you would have thought I had slapped him in the head. He stopped talking. <laughs> Looked back at me like he's ready to fight. Went back to the window shades and opened them back Did up. He yes. Yeah. <laughs> so now you have Jub Bear with no nap, worn out on this guy's conversation. Uh oh. And I said, This sounds oh. combustible. So this is where it got to the breaking point. I said, Oh man, I'm so sorry. I forgot. This is your plane. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Then he kind of bowed up a little bit, and I was like, really? We're going to fight over a window shade. You're going to take really? a swing at me. And, of course, my wife's going, just don't say another thing. Don't say another thing. Because she could see I'm starting to get into the mm-hmm. sarcastic mode. And I calmed down, and I just, I was ready, though. I, I, I think he was ready to go if I said one more thing. Over a flipping window shade. But I, I had half a mind to go, okay, let me put this one back down and this one. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I just took it. Now, see, where this differs from my situation is that if I had been in that spot, even though that was technically my window, I would have closed it because the whole plane was closed. Right. You know, when I when the guy reached forward to me and closed it and I reopened it like this guy... 60% of the windows on the yeah. plane were open at that yeah. point. And we're just looking out and we're flying and all yeah. of that. So it is different. He should have just, he should have closed them on his own or left them closed when you closed them. And it's hot. And, but it's important for Bozo the Clown to see the little cool cars out running around on the tarmac. I guess that's what he wanted to see. And if anyone's more claustrophobic, I'm betting that I am more claustrophobic than him. But I just started thinking, what are you doing? Why are why are you getting so upset over a window? But it was just the it was just the whole thing of for that guy, his world was more important than anyone yes. else's. The the people who were about to take the next flight to San Jose, our world that you know we're starting to yeah, it's getting kind of hot on here. You know our world, everybody's world, everybody's world. But we're in this guy's world, and I just thought okay. I could see the headlines, talk show host arrested for fighting Man, on a plane. That would have been a better story if you had been arrested. <laughs> Over a window shade. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good story anyway. You but... don't think that vir- that would have gone viral? Uh, talk show, then Dan Ben, I'm sorry, we're going to have to fire him here. Uh, <laughs> was he a young guy or an old guy? or what? I would say he was high 20s, high 30s, but it looked like hard living had aged him beyond that a little bit. If it had come to fisticuffs, could you have taken him? I knew I had about 30 good seconds in me okay. of old man fight that he didn't want. Right. But beyond that, yeah, he probably would have won. 
Uh, but he would have felt it. I don't know if you can get the job done in 30 seconds. Yeah, then maybe. Yeah, you maybe. Win. Yeah. I mean, I, I did was he bowed up. I tried to tower over him like, you don't want any of this, Chief, because uh, I'm a good 6'4 <laughs> on a good day, and you don't want any of it. But then, then I thought, what a dumb thing. We're, we're getting mad over a window shade. Did you mention that you were the leading rebounder in Hooper's history? I was about to. I was about to say, do you, are you aware I played for the West Hall Hoopers? <laughs> we almost made the playoffs almost. one year. We went 3-4 and four one year. But no, I de-escalated, and I just, you know, and and his friend started laughing after I said that. I made his friend laugh. He, his, friend, <laughs> his friend thought my joke was pretty funny. He did not. He was not laughing and was doing the over-the-shoulder. If someone's going over-the-shoulder glare out of the side of their eye, they're ready to fight, right? Probably. Yeah. Or they're thinking about it. Yeah. Or they're sizing me up, one of the two. Yeah. And maybe he sized me up and said, ah. I don't want any piece of that. Right. But he was f bombing the whole conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he a Jersey guy? I don't know. I couldn't tell accent. Just uh, F- you, um, F- why are people such asses on planes? I don't know. What is it about the plane? I don't know. I'd like to thank him though. It was so wonderful to be a part of his movie just for uh, hey, you know, an hour yesterday. Maybe you'll get an Oscar nom. Yeah, maybe so. Being a part maybe, of that maybe that movie's going to do really well. Yeah. And the, the hidden camera that was. Uh, Shooting it is going to produce a masterpiece. <laughs> I'd love to hear his version of this story that oh, he's yeah. telling his friends. It's totally different. Yeah, because yeah, he sees the world uh, totally different than I do. There's no doubt. Let's get this guy a ticket stock for his side of the story. On a <laughs> I found this old man on the plane uh, let's yesterday. Put it this way, I wish I wasn't too old for fight night. I'd take that dude on for oh, sure. That'd be great. Yeah, Maybe I can get a waiver. Well, I think you were in the right. If it's any consolation. It, I guess, but at the same time, I feel bad that I got that angry over a window shade. But <laughs> I was trying to uh, I was trying to stick up for the rights of uh, fellow passengers right. yesterday. And this jackass.